0: and welcome to the Change Makers Podcast, where we chat with interesting and engaging individuals here and far about change, making change, living change in their own lives, how they've experienced unimaginable change, and innovative ways people uplift the lives of others. We chat about triumphs over tragedies, mindset matters and how we live out our life's purpose inspirationally. So please join us to be inspired and empowered to be the change you want to see in this world. You know, we can all be change makers in our lives. Here's to the change you're about to bring forth. Good morning everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Change Makers podcast where we create bold careers and lives. I could not be more excited to welcome my good friend and colleague Tanya Morris who is doing fabulous work in the space of change makers and making change through in her world through Transition Enterprises. So good morning Tanya. How are you?
1: I am absolutely wonderful this morning. Good morning, how are you?
0: Very well, thank you. Um, so thank you for setting aside this time to come and chat with me and to, to kind of kibitz, because it sounds like you and I are on a lot of the same pages uh, when it comes around the, t- the topic and the feeling and philosophy around making change for bettering our lives and our world.
1: Absolutely, we are, we are, and I'm excited, especially with this new decade, I am so uh, excited.
0: Oh, the things we're going to see. So share with our listeners, to start us off, uh, Tanya, a little bit about yourself and uh, a few insights into your personal journey.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you asked that question. You know, I am a a 27-year veteran in human resource profession. I spent many years in different industries and had a, a lot of level of success, a lot of level of success. However it came to a point when I had a a turning point in my life where I wanted something different and didn't quite know what that was. So I was curious. That's why I love to be curious about what's next for me because I really, you know, I raised my children and I really want, you know, in our life, we've been told to go to school, get a good job and everything was going to be okay. But no one ever told you about pursuing your dreams. And oftentimes we do what we do, but we never have an opportunity to really sit back and say, well, who am I and what is it that I want? You know, all of our life, we've been mothers, we've been been best friends, we've been employees, we've been executives, we've been all of those things, but we never really been our true selves. So I went on a quest of searching what was next for me. And when I I transitioned out of the workplace, because I really had a passion of helping women with the same idea what's next, because sometimes we get so stuck, and I believe what got us here cannot keep us here, yes. and so that's where my journey started, because I really want women, and for me, to live the life that I crave, and whatever that is, you can design it, and that's where we're at today.
0: <laughs> that is fabulous. Um, what a luxury and a privilege that you even have tapped into that about yourself. Um, Because I'm sure we know too many people, uh, women, professional women, highly capable, highly accomplished, but that they are, um, you know, I'm carefully using the word beaten down by life or the life that they lead and all the obligations and responsibilities that they have, that they don't even make space for themselves to even take the time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, would you talk about that a little bit more and how you see that in your work?
1: Well, I, I, a lot of women um, are pulled, like you said, in so many different directions. I mean, you hear a lot about self-care, but behind it, and, and self-care is so important, but I want to care about what it is that I want to do. I want to make an impact. And I believe that we focus on so much on our skills, but what about our gifts? And I know we are taught to go to school and work for people and, and provide our skills, but I think your gift will make room for you. And so I had an aha moment when I was working at an organization. I was executive director of human resources. They had a lot of success, great pay, all that stuff on the outside looks so great but I was dying inside and I can remember an employee coming to me and said, "Miss Tanya, something's not right with you. I was not even moving the same. When I say moving, walking, I mean, I was just like in a daze and I will cry out and say, what is next? I knew something was next, especially when I had turned, you know, in 50, I'm like, I know something is next for me. And so I went on a a quest to figure out what is it, you know, that I wanted to do. And I, I really did an inventory of my skills. Then I also did an inventory of my gifts and my gifts really made me happy. And so I made a commitment to myself. That's the first thing we need to do. I made a commitment to myself. I get to choose the next chapter in my life. I'm going to say that again. I get to choose the next chapter of my life. Now there's some, there's a process with that, but it comes with making a decision that, you know, and I always say this to my, uh, my clients, I want out. And so when I decided that I was going to go on this quest of getting out, I did some preparation, but I always tell the story how I had an aha moment in my closet, in my closet, I have a walk in closet, and I have stood in my closet and I looked at all the suits and all the shirts and all the slacks and all the stuff that I was told to be professional and be powerful. Right. We would, cause you know, we get to the point they tell us how to dress. They tell us how to talk. They tell us what to do, you know, all these different things. So I stood in my closet and this voice came to me and said, you no longer belong here. So I took 40 bags of clothes and donated them. 40 bags of clothes. And guess what I did? I went shopping and bought fun clothes, (laughs) different colors, different things. And I had lost a lot of weight. And I just felt like I was sexy and I I was worthy. I had a new attitude. I don't know if that was a crisis, but you know what? It was the right crisis for me because it allowed me to do the work that I love and to help women to come on this journey. So that was my (laughs) journey. Oh, that's
0: fabulous. That's so fabulous. I mean, it's just, there's nothing like that I've experienced, and I have a somewhat similar story, but there's nothing that feels as good as coming back to yourself,
1: oh, right? Yes, yes coming, yes.
0: coming back to yourself um, and seeing yourself and, and saying, we're going to be fine. Yeah, this, this is good, regardless of anything external. It's all good, because you're returning to yourself after years, perhaps decades in yes. this, in the, in the quote, the world dictating mm-hmm. how we must be to fit expectations, you know, yes. the, the corporate um, profile, and all of those things. And I think, Um, I can speak and and I know you can too, that I was an employee for 20, over 20 years, about 24 years before I stepped out and started my first business, uh, which is a professional services um, business company. And, And, and now that's been 11 years ago. And so I've, I've, Traveled both of those paths, and it's interesting and so instructive um, when you take a look in the rear view mirror and you think about how easy it is to get all caught up and jammed up and stressed oh, yes. out
1: yes. because of other people right dictating who we should be. Yeah, and we've been told it's a blueprint that is getting really dismantled because when, now that I'm out and I, and it's a blessing to get to turn the page in your chapter of your yes. life, right? Yes. It's an yes. honor. And I say it's so freeing. And it's not about this lifestyle that you have on, here on social media. You get to choose that. So you know what? You don't have to have all that stuff. Some of the stuff you just don't want. And I was like, what was wrong with me? I had two of everything in the closet. I'm like, this is ridiculous, right? (laughs) And so I want experiences. That's my main thing right now. I want experiences. and, And so I help women uncover that you know because we've been told this blueprint I mean I was it was embedded in my family my mom was never you know she she was a sharecropper and education was so important so I was the second one my brother got his first I was the second one to get my education and that was success to them And I was told to go get a nice, good old government job where they're not going to fire you. My mom did 41 years in government. Uh And I thought that was a death sentence. And so I made a decision that, you know what, I want out Uh and I'm going to do the things I need to get out. And I used to manifest that. Uh And I would say to myself, this is the last place that I will be working for someone else. I used to walk around and say that. Uh And it came to pass. So it's what you say. Is how you see yourself,
0: mm. and
1: it's what you want to do. It makes a big difference. It's a decision.
0: It is a decision, and for us, I think it's well, of course it's much easier once you um, you remove yourself from all of what I call the the life life sucking darts yes. that are coming our way. It's so
1: good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just it just you know just literally when I say life sucking, it just drains the energy. Um, and part of that is it drains the, our creativity and our curiosity Yes, uh, because we all have it, but Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're beaten down into a mold, you can't quite get to it. right? Right.
1: You're absolutely right. And, and, and I had that struggle because I was one of the youngest executives, you know, at this large, um, financial, um, organization and the good old boys and, you know, all of that. And uh, I used to cry inside and, and where people thought I should have been grateful, which I was grateful for the opportunity and how my career had accelerated, but I also lost myself. Do you hear me? I actually uh-huh. lost myself. Uh-huh. And so I went on a curiosity, a quest to reclaim Tanya. I want to know more about Tanya. And that's why I said your gifts will make room if you take the time to be curious about what is it, what's next for me.
0: Right. Right. And so what do you see in in your work with women professionals that um, holds them back from a um, turning the page and, or taking a look and, and going on that curiosity quest?
1: Well, I think it's a couple things. Number one of course the almighty mindset uh, uh. <laughs> that mindset can cripple you because again this has been the blueprint that we were told and sold this uh-huh. is the american dream and so that's all we know and then if we don't do something other than what was scripted to us, then we are a failure or whatever. So that's the first thing, the mindset. Mm -hmm. Then secondly, I think the support system. I know when I left the workplace, I didn't tell too many people Mm -hmm. because they would have thought I was crazy. What were you doing? You got nine weeks of vacation, you get a pension, you got all of this stuff, but you know what? I didn't have the peace that I was yearning for. Uh and I was not operating in my gifts. So that Uh was, and the last one is fear. Fear Uh keep us crippled. And I will tell you, even when you do transition out, you will have a little bit of that fear, but fear in most cases, because they feel like they can't make more money. I I was just talking to someone last night that worked for a high profile organization. and And this person's like, I got to get out, but I don't believe I can make what I made. They don't believe. And so I do believe that you have to have a belief system, whatever that may be, that is the the foundation.
0: Yes. Well, you know, and here's what I, well, here's a couple of things that I've learned since I've transitioned um, in, from an employee to a business owner and an entrepreneur. And that is um, and I'm a huge believer in energy and the power yes. of a presence. And once we can believe it, once we take that curiosity quest and we get still in ourselves and we return to ourselves and it yes. is a process. Yes. I mean, it's not going to just say come back to me because there's years and usually there's years and years of layers yes. of uh, that's I mean, if you think about, you know a rudimentary example would be you know when we um when we cut ourselves yes um, there's a healing, healing process mm-hmm. and then when that space like on our skin if we our, like burn ourselves in the kitchen um, it leaves a scar so that means it's tougher the second time right yes. it's, a, it's a second level layer of skin there and it's interesting because on my left thumb I have about a half an inch scar below my thumb that I look at that actually came from being burned by a rack of an oven rack. I was taking it out of the oven and it fell on my thumb, but um, it left a little scar, but that reminds me of my grit and my resilience. And it's like you know, I'm, I'm, it's it's built me up in what something that Oprah says, strength. It brings us to be stronger and stronger and tougher and tougher. Meaning tougher as far as resilience, not tough and um, as far right. as lack of emotion. Um, and and it's hard for being where you are in a corporate workplace being an employee to know what the feeling and the drive will be when you kind of cross over and transition to be an entrepreneur because it's so unfamiliar
1: right it's definitely very unfamiliar it's a new relationship with work and you know that's one of the reasons why i wrote this book you know before you say i do to entrepreneurship Mm. because i believe it's just like a marriage Mm-hmm. And it's and I think it's a, a a different relationship. You know, if you can, I don't know if you're married or not, but I've been married for 25 years, and mm-hmm. I just recall when I was dating my husband. First, we flirted, you know, sure. <laughs> you know, you flirt with it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so some of the some of the ladies out here may be flirting with entrepreneurship, and you know, I I kind of like some aspects of it. Then they start dating it, and then they get into a committed relationship, and then they marry it. That's why I said before you say I do because it's different it feels different but it's okay. And I think for those ladies out there that want the next we have to begin with purging. Yes. We have to purge. We really have to purge. Just like you said you get cut, it's almost like purging.
0: Tell us more about that and how you bring well,
1: that to your When I, you know, when I say purge, we have to really get down and I ask three different questions. What do you want? And like you said, when you get still, because we may say, I don't know what I want. I think if you get still enough, mm-hmm. you can start, I mean, it don't have to be in these, in the context of what we work in and, you know, you got to be perfect. I don't care what it is. I just want, I want to be happy. Okay. Let's, let's dig a little bit more. So then we asked the question, how would it make you feel if you did what it is that you want? Mm-hmm. Right. So you start digging. And that's a hard question. That's why you got to really purge. This is not something you can do right away. Uh And then I asked the last question once we get through all of that. Well, what's in the way? Mm-hmm. And we know fear comes away. Maybe some finances come away. But there's a strategy to all of that if you want to transition. Right. So, you know, I have women with those questions because we don't get still enough. We are doing, 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 moving, 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 making it happy and making it happen. But yet we're not happy. And so if you have to get some quiet time with mm-hmm. yourself and say, you know, I, I am worthy. I belong. I deserve. Yes. And I mean, really. And that builds confidence. I deserve. to be happy i deserve more i deserve to do the things i desire regardless if people don't understand and that's the key
0: yes well that that's that that says so much um and it so resonates with me and i'm sure it resonates with our listeners and uh, what i have found in the work that we do is um It is getting still and getting quiet on a regular basis which is why um, you know new practices are in order like sitting for five minutes and just being still Mm -hmm. listening to your own breath that is a simple step we can all do we all have phones we have timers on those phones you can set five minutes put on your earbuds or whatever and just get quiet and listen to your breath. And you will find that the more you do that, um, that you will gain some clarity. Yes. Right. Over time you'll gain some clarity of what you don't want and and what, when what is pulling you to what you do want.
1: You know, and that's a powerful statement when you get quiet and when I got quiet And start just reflecting and being Uh grateful Uh because I do believe we all have desires and it's up to us to activate those desires. And the best way I believe that you can activate that is being quiet where you can get clarity. And I'm telling you right now, when you get clarity, it's it's like you just reinvented a new person. I am so clear. About what it is that I want, people are like Tanya, you can't be this happy all the time. Yes, I am. I am. I, I, it's not faking, it's real. There's a strategy, but you got to get clear, like you said. And I am unapologetic about my clarity and about my purpose. I'm excited. <laughs> I told you this morning, I woke up, I'm just ex- excited. My marriage is better, I yes. can communicate. It, it really it really impacts your whole being as a person. I have better relationship. I never not that I had a bad relationship, but I have a an awesome relationship with my husband. My boys are entrepreneurs, my family, I, I couldn't ask for it. My my spiritual life is awesome and I can help people and I right. love it.
0: <laughs> well, I I think what and I I'm right there with you. Um, you know, the the getting quiet, the reflecting brings about the gratitude. Yes. Um, brings about, you know, and, and I I know and, and I'm I'm a big believer in being present and being um, aware of the energy that we bring to everything in our Absolutely. lives. We, we bring it to ourselves, we bring it into the space of others, and we're responsible for that energy. And what I know is that gratitude is one of the highest energetic places, the vibrations that yes. we can be. Yes. So once we start practicing that gratitude, and I actually keep a gratitude journal Yes. You know, right beside my desk, three things, I'm so happy and grateful that, bam, bam, bam. That's and right. I reflect on that. Mm -hmm. You know, and once we get to that place, it slows us down and it helps us gain more clarity. Um, And so that helps us to understand what what it is that the doors are opening for us because they're opening all the time. It's not that they're not there. It's that we just can't see them.
1: I just think you also have a broader perspective about what is. Mm, Yes. What is. And so, for example, as a business owner, such as you and I, when opportunities don't come our way, we are okay because we, we are already in a still moment. It's like, you know what? What is the teachable moment? Uh-huh. And so now, you know, like I tell people, you know, as an entrepreneur, you've been taught to, you know, get, into, get on the hustle and grind. I do grace over grind. Mm-hmm, Grace Tell it, sister. Over... <laughs> Grace over grind. And I'm telling you right now, the these, these these next years ahead of me are gonna be my best years because I've learned a little bit and I am it is well with my soul. That's what I
0: say. Oh my goodness, the girl <laughs> is after my heart. It is well with my soul, my favorite song of all time.
1: Yes, it oh, is gosh. well with my soul, and I had to come to that place in my life. But it's an honor to be able to say, I get to turn the page in my chapter. Do you know how many women are out there are stuck on the same chapter, same pages, Mm. and we get to change the the whole chapter? And I'm excited and I'm on the fire for helping women understanding what their purpose is. And I believe in my heart that your gift will make room for you. Yes. And oftentimes we need to be hooked up with the right people that can push us. Yes. But sometimes we have to be pulled out of our situ- situation to be pushed into our destiny.
0: Mm. <laughs> preach, preach. <laughs> I'm on a good time with this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's so powerful because I can feel our sinicracy syne- syne- that. We both are so passionate because we are aligned with our purpose, because we have that grace and that, that clarity, because we have gotten skill, still and reflected, and we are grateful. Um, and we, and when you bring that into your everyday life, it is so incredibly powerful that you can't help to not want to share it and oh, have absolutely. everybody
1: feel that way. It's an overflow. It is possible. You know, and I'm going to say this here. There has been times in my career. Where it really looked like I had it going on, and I got almost to the brink of depression, mm-hmm. I had gained a lot of weight i mean i I'm gonna keep it real. I was to a size fourteen and heading heading south to the sixteen right <laughs> and I had nothing wrong with that, okay, however, I just was not a happy person because I knew it was more to Tanya than what was showing up at the work. So I decided to change that and show up for my own life, right? And I tell you, when I came out of the workplace, I dropped significant weight. Mm. Not that I was doing it on purpose, it's just my eating habits and working out. I got down to a size 10, right? Goodness, goodness. And yes. so I'm just as fine as wine right now, right?
0: <laughs> I'm that just, could be a, that could be a whole separate discussion, my friend. <laughs>
1: you I'm know. Just fine as wine. And so I told my husband, he said, Oh, babe, you're looking really good. I said, I am not carrying the baggage that I carried before. I have yes. unloaded.
0: <laughs> yes. That's right. Well, let's talk a moment about fear, because it is real. Yes, it is you know, and so I've been working with women professionals since a long time, over 25 years. And these are women who have multiple alphabet um, letters after their names. These are women who have been plotting along to try to, you know, pursue their professional journey as they see it at the time. And when they finally reach that you know that mountaintop of having finished their education and going through and getting uh, certified, whatever <clears throat> credential through the like whether it's a bar exam or a medical exam, whatever. Um, then they've reached that 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 mountaintop, and then they start in the workplace. And you know I've seen for a couple of years, you know they're just trying to get their sea legs and you know figure you know get some orientation, and then it kind of kicks in that this is not. What they probably signed up for, right? Right, being in a, a male-dominated profession, oftentimes, yes. most of the time, and their voices are not as welcome as they were when they were the smartest person in the classroom. Right. That because of their gender, they're not being recognized for their unique brilliance as their male counterparts are. They're they're not being they're not receiving the assignments.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, I, and I, I've seen that yes. in my whole career. And I worked in a good old boys system and that fear, let me tell you what I believe fear stems from really unknown. I think is, yep. are the lack of confidence, the judgment and the criticism that you may get. Mm-hmm. And um, the biggest one for me is being in control. See, when, you, when you start doing, so you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and we don't want that. It's just too easy just to right. get comfortable. And then for me, I was one of these control, not control freaks, but I was one of these people I can control because I can control my, my skills, right? I got all the credentials and I, and I can control that. But the minute I step out to the unknown territory, that's when fear kicks in.
0: Yes, there's so much to unpack here. Um, And I love the, you know, that the being comfortable with the uncomfortable Um, and tell us a little bit more about how you um, address that with your clients and how you help them navigate through that.
1: Well, you know, and, and I know that fear is the biggest piece while we get stuck yes and so when i talk to my clients and work with clients you know there's a strategy before we even before you even consider leaving or transitioning you know i have to know the level where you at from the fear and what is it that you want so we uncover all that what it is that you want your why and then we definitely work a lot on the mindset piece of it i mean i spent a lot about couple of weeks on that mindset because it's hard mm-hmm. but I think the fear piece is you know helping them understand to put pieces in place because you can't do life by yourself you can't mm-hmm. do business by yourself right. now it's fear gonna come up sometime when you go to new levels of course we have new devils but when you go to new levels you're gonna have a different level of fear mm-hmm. but there is a resource that you can combat that you need accountability partners or coaches or or a system that will help you navigate that because it's not that you get you get away from it. It's all about navigating uh-huh. the fear piece yes. of it. And one of the things I would say uh, with fear as well, when it comes when one's want to transition or do something totally different, is the money aspect. Or they don't believe they can make the, you know the same amount of money, and so I teach them about their money story. Your mm-hmm. backstory or money, because it doesn't take a whole lot if you do the right things. You right, know, right. So I, I take your life. I take all of your insecurities, and we 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 turn them around for you, and so it helps you combat the fear. And I want to say this and say it loud and clear: we always have some level of fear, but we don't want to have the fear that keep us from not doing anything. Not yes, and and so. What I tell people, you know, one of the things we talk about is real talk. I used to um, do this thing called caught between a job and a dream. Mm. And we dissect that. What is the job and what is the dream? (laughs) And we put it on a meter. (laughs) Right. So I do a lot of, I'm very exercisable. I'm real. I I do real talk. I want to push you to your destiny, but I got to deal with those issues like fear. And I let you know that it's it's human. I have them. When I get on the stage and speak. I have them, <laughs> but there are ways to overcome those things, but we got to renew our mind as well too. And that's why the mindset is so important. And I think when you believe that you're worthy, um, it, you show up differently.
0: Yes, well, and that comes from a lot of these limiting beliefs.
1: Yes, ma'am. Limited belief is the biggest piece, mm-hmm. and we and I do a lot of exercise around limiting belief because we have to really break that down. Mm-hmm. I can't. We can't get to where you want to be until we. Uh, handle the, the limited belief, how you, how you see yourself, what has been said. What's your childhood story? Mm-hmm. We all have those little, little voices telling us we're not worthy. So a lot of us go get a lot of degrees and certification for validation. Right. Let, me, let me help you validate yourself. Let's right. validate yourself.
0: Exactly. And, and there's no way around that.
1: Right.
0: You know, we can live a lifetime, and I've seen and worked with women, um, you know, from 25 to 75. Yes. And it just breaks my heart. And this is one of the reasons that I, you know, form change makers. But it um, is to help people, help women professionals, to navigate through and um, the fear. And I want to talk more about the fear and clear those limiting beliefs. But that requires courage. Right. So we have right. to summon Curry. the courage. It really
1: does, and you've got to be okay.
0: And, and the way that we can summon that courage is what you said in the support system with the accountability partners in our, I call them our tribe. Our tri- you know, we have, in Changemakers, we have what we call tribe treats not retreats, but tribe treats where we gather with like-minded women um, so we can talk through these things and we can affirm one another and we can support one another because that's how we function and thrive the best.
1: And then, you know, i can give an example. When I first transitioned out of the workforce, I was so scared. I Mm -hmm. had fear. I knew I wanted something new and different. It's one thing to know it and then you jump out there, right? And so I did come out and I had a support system. My husband, I remember him saying, it's time to go. You stayed too long, right? Mm-hmm. That that confident voice. So that's number one, support system. Mm-hmm. But what really messed me up was the mindset. Oh, you yeah. know, my mind, I was just thinking like, like an employee. And that tripped me up. And then I had to go hire me a coach. Yes, Because I was stuck. Do you hear me? Because I was hanging around the same employees. Uh, And that was not what I, I had to do a shift in my whole life. uh, Not that I didn't love like my employees, the people that I work with, but I needed to rechange everything. And so I started hanging with like-minded people and it softened that blow up, you know, and I began to get more confidence. I began to like it. I'm like, okay, this is great. This is a new relationship. You know, I was curious about it. I was open about it. And so Time after time, the fear goes down and it goes, not goes away, but it does minimize tremendously when you do those things, but you got to be willing to do it. Like you said, courage. And you and I knew I was not coming back. Uh-huh. So I knew that I had to do something different. And, it, and if it hurt, if it was change, it would, I had to do it. And I was okay with that. And so courage was the most important step that I needed to take because I was, you know, I was caught between a job and a dream.
0: Right, right, right. Well, and also, you know, also, uh, when you're caught, you have to understand, just like any new um, decision that we make in our lives to change companies, to change where we live, who we marry, there's always that, you know, what I I have on my vision board, um, everything we want is on the other side of fear. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So you have to have the faith. Right. To overcome the fear uh, and take and taking that first step.
1: That's all. First step, and then you know what? It can be baby steps. They don't have to be big steps. Uh You just got to keep moving. And so you mentioned about a vision board. And I went to a believing board party. Mm, okay. I believe, because the vision board is great, goals, but what do I believe, honey? <laughs> <laughs> what do I believe? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and you know, and we have to look at that and be purposeful yes. every single day.
1: Intentional.
0: intentional. Absolutely, intentional. Absolutely. And I
1: think you have to talk to yourself. I think you have to talk to yourself. Like this morning... I got up and said, hello, Tanya, this is going to be a wonderful day. And I know we have to get to that point. And I I get that because some of us don't have the support. Some of us are still, we just don't know. And I get that. And my goal, you know, in life to help women get to the point where they can really experience, not talk about it, truly experience and live out the purpose of their life. The life they crave. That's my whole purpose. Mm -hmm. And some people we have to navigate a little different, but we deal with the things that that keeps us bound, if you will.
0: Yes. Well, anything that we desire can we can have. I mean, so if we believe it, we'll see it. Right? That's
1: why I mean, imagination and, and thinking Grow Rich book is so powerful.
0: Yeah, But it, it does is. start
1: with a desire.
0: You And you have to be willing to take the journey of discovering what that desire is after all those years of getting all that gunk of all the external um, fabrications that are impressed upon us.
1: And then there are some women that may not want to go into entrepreneur. They just want something different, totally different than what um they have went to school for, and they are stuck because of what somebody else is going to say. Like, for example, I got a girlfriend, she played um, piano all her life, all of her life, since she was five years old, right? And so she, um, her mom wanted her to go to school to be an attorney. So she went to school and she hated it, every ounce of it. Oh. And so she, she did it for a couple of years. And she's like, I just hate it. I hate getting up. And she decided to bet on herself. Uh, and so she went to the music route and she played for Whitney Houston. Had she not betted on herself, I don't know where she would be, but, and they, everybody thought she was crazy. Why would you give up a job that's, you know, whatever, whatever. It's, it's because it, it was for them to tout, right. it was for them. And so she, and we worked, you know, in, together and she decided to do something for her and she is so at peace.
0: You know, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, there's, I mean, we are like evangelists um, for, um, for purpose. You know, we all are here for a purpose and likely it's not just to make other people very wealthy, <laughs> right? right. Yeah, <laughs> from, a, from a maternal, from a material perspective. And so I just want to, I, I want us to move on, but I just want to call it out by name, what I've seen, and you can certainly add to this um, as far as fear. Because it can it it can absolutely be paralyzing. that, you know as women um, socially and um, the way that we're conditioned, fear can show up oftentimes as um, fear of perfection. Yeah, of of, of thinking that we have to be perfect because that's what society um, you know reflects to us in all of our media. That you know all this perfection, the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. you know, which is so under misunderstood. To me, there is no failure. It's just life, you know, showing you to go in a little bit of a different direction after you learn the lessons of what didn't work. Um, and what other people say, as you said, the fear of rejection, yes. you know, and that's a huge one. And then something that really is very unique to women, and that is the disease to please. Yeah, and, that, and that's
1: absolutely right. I mean, When you think about that, because I fell into perfection. Uh And when I first came out, I couldn't move if it was not done correctly. Mm. And my husband used to always say, done is better than perfect. That's right. And I couldn't get it. And Mm. it took me a year. And I couldn't get it. And when I grabbed a hold of that, I had some of the best years of my life. Financially, connection-wise. Everything. So you right. fear right. Um, perfection is a big one. You know, we hear all this stuff about failure. It's good to fail, fail forward and whatever. We have to look at failure differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at failure as a teacher a moment. I'm not, no yes. one gets up in the morning and says, oh, I'm going to fail. Right. But it's all about that pers- um, perspective of failure.
0: Exactly. And, and then, so that's just how, you know, that comes back to mindset. Yeah. So, well, this is, this is wonderful. There's a couple of more questions in areas that I want to cover. Um, So I'm just curious, um, Tanya, if you could give your younger self one piece of professional advice, what would that be?
1: I would say for me is always live a life of being curious, Mm. always being open. Yeah. That curious curiosity quest. I loved. I mean, I look at my boys right now; they are fearless. They're millennials mm-hmm. and Gen Z, and they are open to new ideas, everything. And if I had been, you know, because I lived somebody else's life, you know, we were told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I could be curious and be open, those are yes. two things I would have told myself. I think I would have been further along.
0: Yeah. Well, but then of course we have our life journey. That's right, um, That's right. and we are where we need to be, and, it um,
1: is, and it's necessary. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we've learned a lot, right? That's I mean, right. this is our unique journey. Um, are you familiar with the poem by Derek Walcott about return to self? No, I'm not. Um, would you mind if I shared it with a bit about with our leader, our listeners? Sure. So this, um, <clears throat> I'm a, I am a, a fan of Oprah Winfrey and the work that she does in our world. And um, this came from her um, that she shared. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, mm. in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another who knows you by heart. Oh. (laughs) Is that not
1: beautiful? Um, What's the name of that person?
0: Uh, His name is Derek. Yes, who is this person? (laughs) His name is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, Walcott. W-A-L-C-O-T-T.
1: That is so beautiful. And we need to hear that.
0: I, I, have, this, I have this poem sitting right in front of my laptop. that I, I'm
1: going to have to get that. And I think I have to get a mirror and say it to myself so I can see myself.
0: Isn't that, I mean, it's so powerful. And it cuts to the core of, of the work that we are all called to do. And that is to return to ourselves.
1: I love it. Um, oh, I love that. <laughs>
0: um, so that, this is just so, so much soul food for our listeners. And, and I can't tell you how much I've been touched and moved, um, Tanya, by our time together today.
1: I have I I, I absolutely enjoyed this. This is a divine connection. Mm-hmm. You hear me, divine connection, and I think that's what we all are long are longing for because we just really can't do life business by ourselves. Not at all, not
0: at all, and I mean it is that surrounding of of uh, the the you know the syn- syncretic energy. Um, But I want to give the benefit to our listeners to be able to connect with you, um, to get some of more of your good juice and and your your energy and your positivity. So please share with us, if you would, the best way to connect with you, Tanya.
1: You definitely can connect with me on LinkedIn. And my spelling of my name is Tanya, T-O-N-I-A. And my last name is Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. That's me on LinkedIn. You can learn a lot about what I'm doing. I post a lot. But you also can experience me to learn a little bit more about Transition Enterprises. It's transition-enterprises.com, and you will learn about a lot of my coaching programs. I am excited about an event that's coming up in March, March the 21st here in Atlanta, and I kicked it off because it's Women's Month. Mm. And this is a decade for you to understand what it is that you want. And it's a half a day on a Saturday. And I, my goal is to give you this energy that I have. And I'm going to also give you some strategies, some missteps. We, it's a safe room where we're going to have a conversation with women just like you guys. Mm. And we're going to talk about what's next and how do we get to our next. So I'm, I'm excited about that.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And so we will definitely put that link um, on the podcast of the event coming up so that we can share that with as many people as possible.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you again, listeners, for another episode of our Change Makers podcast. And until next time, be the change that you want to see.